Welcome to the Lawless Living Podcast. I'm your host, Hannah Orbach. In this podcast, we're going to be talking all about interior design, business, wellness, and sustainability. I founded Lawless Design, a sustainable interior design studio, and over the years, I've used my passion for wellness with my creativity of design and found that there's a huge correlation between them. I'm so excited to have you on this journey with me. This podcast is sponsored by Rise Superfoods. If you know anything about me, you know that I am obsessed with matcha, have it every day. And so I've lately been having their matcha and their mushroom coffee blend. And so instead of just having typical coffee and matcha, this uses a blend of six different mushrooms that they have. And personally, I'm a huge fan of the flavor of matcha that they have. It's ceremonial grade. It's really high quality. And what I like about their blends is that it doesn't give you a huge crash. It has a lot less caffeine and I feel like it just sustains your energy a lot better. So if you want 15% off your order, you can use the code Hannah 15 at checkout. And yeah, I cannot recommend it enough. So you guys are really going to love it. 2024, 2024. Happy new year. When do you stop saying happy new year? <laughs> no. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> You know what it's like? I was thinking about that. When it's the end of January or February, people are like, Happy New Year, girl. Like, no wasn't way. Like, five months like ago? after the 10th, I'm over it. I feel like I'm already over it, though. Okay. That works for me. Yeah. How was your New Year's and Christmas? Um, We hosted Christmas, um, but it was fun. I have, like, buzzy energy whenever I host anything, but that's another topic. Like what I, is buzzy energy though? It's like anxiety, wanting like it to be perfect. Mm. So you don't like really enjoy because you're just like buzzing around the house, cleaning, making sure that like people eat enough for one another drink. Yep. But it's not, it's my own thing. It's not like the act of hosting. Yeah. You know, it's just something that I need to be better about. I think I used to be like that. And then just as time has gone on, I'm like, whatever. You know? I also feel like my family's so casual. Yeah, that everyone's just really chill and our house isn't that big too so it's kind of like people are over there's only really room for one or two people in the kitchen right people are in the dining room and like I don't know no yeah, yeah. and like I don't I don't have anyone in my family who's formal or who like expects anything major like I think I am that person and that's yeah. why when I host <laughs> I want to do this whole thing and it's just I don't know and I wonder if other people can feel it too, probably. Um, but New Year's, Christmas was good. New Year's was very low-key. Same. Yeah. So it was fine. Yeah. That's how I wanted it. I can't remember the last time I did something crazy, like actual like plans, plans mm-hmm. for New Year's. Mm-hmm. We The last two years we've had friends up at the cabin. Yep. Um, I have gone to bed at 9.30. <laughs> Like I oh, so you didn't wait until midnight? No, 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 no. Okay. Actually, though, Mike and one of our friends, they did both wait up. Like, not intentionally. They were just mm-hmm. talking. Mm-hmm. And then the next morning, they were like, oh, yeah, we stayed up till midnight. I was like, whoa, that is yeah. crazy. I have not. This is, I think, the first year. This was the first year in a long time that I stayed up past midnight. Yeah. I actually went to bed at, like, 2.30. I know. Wild. I, I, I think back on that. I used to go to bed at three, sometimes four in the morning. Why? I don't know. Were you working? No, no, because it's like I didn't go to bed that late when I started Lawless because I was up at four, so I didn't go to bed that late. But this is back in 
high school, college, I would just stay up. All- I'm like, was it TV? Like, what were you doing? No. Um, I don't even know because I didn't party or like, do mm-hmm. anything in high school. I didn't drink it. That's why I'm trying to figure out, like, what were you doing? Well, I mean, I would hang out with friends. And I will say, like, my parents, so growing up, my parents were really, really strict. And I have. Shout out to Scotty. Yeah, Scott and Laura. Um, they were really strict. But then once my brother and I got our licenses and we were 16, there's the Massachusetts curfew. I think you can only be out past mm-hmm. 12 yeah. or something like that. My parents did not care about that, which is yeah. shocking if you knew them because they were always like, oh, you can't watch this. You can like, do this. Like, you can't read this book or yeah, yeah. whatever. And it's not like it was like crazy, crazy strict. Mm-hmm. Like they were like nuts or anything. But it was like we were just to make jokes. Like we were sheltered kind right. of. Yeah. But once I turned 16 or 17, I had my license. My parents did not care what time I stayed out until. Because oh. my parents, I have... I, this is like one of my talents. I feel like I'm just really good at picking good friends. Like mm-hmm. I've always had really good friends. My parents always loved my friends and um, they knew like we didn't drink. We didn't party. Like if I was going over to a friend's house, we were like hanging out playing rock band or like we were just yeah. like chatting or whatever. So my parents told me they were like, as long as you just text us and tell us when mm-hmm. you will be home, like and where you are like, hey, Matt, Christina is like, I'll be home at two or like whatever. They were like, that's fine. We're like, we know you're you saying like, whoa. Yeah. And none of my other friends, like all my other friends, like that parents let them go to whatever movie they wanted to see or do whatever. They had a very strict curfew of 10 or 11. Because the, the parents probably knew they were a little on the wilder side. Not even. I mean, my friends were very chill. Yeah. Like, I didn't, we genuinely didn't do anything like yeah, in, yeah. in high school, but it's kind of interesting how going back and the parents were really strict and then they just became really chill and they were like mm-hmm. we have to we trust you wow yeah. they're like we have turned a corner here i know i know <laughs> now we laugh about it yeah because i'm like that was so funny that you guys did that yeah now here we are going to bed at 9 p.m yeah because we want to that's something i've been really striving to sleep better do better with that and I've been a lot better with my sleep. So I'm really mm-hmm. proud of myself. That's something that I don't do. I know we were just talking about New Year's. I don't necessarily do New Year, New Me and like have all these different resolutions. But there are, I'm very intentional about setting specific goals. Yeah. And I think that when you set specific goals, you have to have action steps as to, okay, then how mm-hmm. do I get there? Like, yeah. what are those? And sleep right. and stress management has been huge for me lately. Yeah, I think. I was a big like resolutions person until I did it, you know, so much. And then I realized, why am I still the same at the end of every? <laughs> You're like, why to where you started? Nothing changed. And I think the, I don't know, I think there's something like exciting about like writing down a resolution or making a plan. You know, it feels like you have your life together when you're like making a plan, even setting goals. I mean, I've set goals like last year that I didn't really digest and break down Mm -hmm. and added habits to that when I was kind of reviewing my year in December, I was like, oh, I never got to this because and then even like a few days ago when I was writing my goals for this year, I noticed my list was getting lengthy. And I was like, oh, this is, it's that overachiever of like, let me put 20 things on the list. But realistically, we only have 12 months. And if these are all new things that I'm trying to achieve, 
what are the odds that I'm actually going to be able to do 12 new, you know, 20 new things in 12 months? Probably not. Yeah. And so I caught myself crossing some things out and saying like, nope, not priority for this year, maybe next. Um, And I think I really only have like three to five things on my list for this year because I want to make sure that I can really tackle them yeah you want to be intentional about them yeah Yeah. and um I broke it down into quarters too because I find that to be helpful um and then at the end I kind of added you know what are the habits of a person that works out four times a week yeah because lifting four times a week is on my list yep so after the goals I did you know what are the habits of this person so I'm really excited to talk about this topic today, which we're going to talk about habit stacking. Mm-hmm. And it's something that we've talked about offline a lot. Um, I know that you're a very big routine person. Huge. <laughs> so do you want to explain what, I mean, if you guys don't know, habit stacking has been huge, <clears throat> especially when James Clear book, um, Atomic Habits came out a few years ago. Yeah. That book blew up. I actually read it every January, so I'm in the middle of reading it now. Yeah, I read it once a year in January because I just need a refresher. I have it on audiobook, so I should read it. It's a great book. Yeah, whether you get it on audio or you get the, you know, read, it's just that information never gets old. And it's really, I would say listen to it or read it before you set any goals for anything because you kind of go into goal setting with a different mindset. And I feel like a lot of times too, when I was first out of college and kind of getting into wanting to start a business and do a lot of things, I started reading a ton of self-help, self-development, improvement, Mm -hmm. business books. And I found that after a while, they all just start kind of blending together. A lot of them just repeat themselves or... In my opinion, I think that some of the books could just be a lot more condensed and shorter Mm -hmm. and they don't need to ramble as long. And, but there are times where I think there's like a handful of very specific ones. I'm like, oh, this actually felt very different. And I think that this was one that I really liked. It's been a while since I read it. So I think I should probably read it again. But I do remember being like this, this information doesn't feel completely novel, but the way it's broken down, it just felt like a very different book than something else that I had read. Yeah, absolutely. And the information in the book is very simple, straightforward, uh, really practical too. Mm -hmm. Like he tells you exactly what to do if you want to start a new habit and how to incorporate that with the things you already do, which is habit stacking. So if you already have something that, for example, you drink coffee every single morning and you want to get in the habit of taking your vitamins. That's actually one of my things. I need to be more consistent with vitamins. So I know that I'm going to drink coffee every morning. I have for 10 plus years. So what I do is I take the new habit, which is taking vitamins, and I attach it to the old habit, which is having coffee every morning. And I just pair them. Because if you do something new right after you do something that you're used to doing, you are more likely to maintain it. Um, And so I've actually been doing it for the past five days um, and I've been pretty consistent. Or even what I do is I keep my vitamins in the kitchen now 
I used to keep them in my bathroom. Oh yeah. You got to keep them like where you're going to take them in my opinion. Exactly. And I don't like to take vitamins on an empty stomach. So I know that I'm going to take them after breakfast Mm. and I, I, I eat breakfast in our Island. So I'm like, it needs to be there. So while my coffee is brewing now, I'm already, you know, getting all the vitamins out. Yep. Um, so that the minute I'm done eating, I can take them. Um, and so that's the idea of habit stacking. Um, and you can habit stack forever. You know, like once you feel comfortable with the new habit, you can add another habit um, on top of that and just keep going. Um, but you have been a really big routine person and just like creating healthy habits or whatever. Have you always been or was there a, a time that you were like, this is really when it started for me? Um, I feel like probably after college, when I started living on my own, mm. I moved down to Philadelphia area and I was living by myself. And I just, I think you just also, you just start to, I feel like you kind of go through the motions as a person. Like, I think once you do something, you do something that's familiar and you kind of just do it. For me, I think when I started living on my own, you wake up and I would do certain things. And I just realized doing certain things allows you to be more productive or it allows you to be able to get the things in the day that you want to do it stretches your day it stretches your day for sure and my I think what the cool thing about routines is that I am like they're not always the same the last Mm -hmm. 10 years they my routine has changed and I think I have like very specific things that I still consistently do, but it might be a little differently. Like for one, like I've always worked out in the morning since even in college, I would wake up in the morning and I would work out. And that's just something that I personally just like doing. Mm -hmm. But sometimes like I've gone to the gym, sometimes I've gone and just done a home workout here in our basement or gone to like a Pilates reformer class or anything like that. So for me personally, I feel like a lot of times people ask like, how do you get so much done in a day or mm-hmm. whatever? Cause that is something that I do actually feel like is a skill that I'm good at. And when I was working at an architecture firm still before I had gone into lawless full time, I think a huge thing was habit stacking and routines for me because I had basically two full-time jobs that I was doing, mm-hmm. but I was also consistently working out every day. I was planning a wedding. We just bought a house. Like I had a lot going on. And I think that if you're able to hone in on doing things, it makes your day more efficient. It makes you more productive. Yeah, absolutely. And like, there's a saying that says like, oh, we all have the same 24 hours. No, we don't. We don't. If you, I will die on this mountain. If you don't structure your day, if you don't have a routine, and it could look in like a routine is supposed to be specific to you. So, you know, if you're not a morning person, don't work out in the morning. Right. Exactly. Work out at night. Like, I think there's a yeah. lot of, and I think people will say like, oh, a routine, you know, is very, it's like, it's very, it, it constrains me. And I'm like, no, like when you have a routine, there's a lot of freedom in it because you get to do everything that you need to do. Yeah. And like I said, when you have a routine, you can fit so much into 24 hours. It's wild. Like, because 30 minutes an hour goes by at the blink of an eye. I also think too, it just helps you prioritize what's important in your life. You know, I think how many times, especially this, you know, this time of year, people are like, oh, I don't know. Like, I don't have time to work out or I don't have time to 
cook my own meals and be. But you then know. you look at their phone screen time, and they're it's they, six hours a day. Or you get the DM like, "How do you have time to do that every morning?" Or "How do you have time to do this?" And I look, and it's like every single day they're watching everyone, like my stories and everything else. It's like because I am not on social media all the time. Yes. I'm posting about what I'm doing, but I'm not mindlessly scrolling on someone else's. For me, like, I think it just, I personally like working out in the morning again. Yeah. Like you said, sometimes that doesn't work for everyone. No, you have to find a routine that works for you. And I think that's, what's important about routines and what's cool about them is you can make them what works for you. For me personally, working out in the morning gives me more energy Mm -hmm. and I feel like I'm ready for the day. I think another thing is I had tried working out in the afternoon, right? I think right out of college when I was working at a job. And I found that, especially with design too, you don't have like a stop time, essentially. It's not like, oh, 5 p.m.'s here, like I'm done with work. Mm -hmm. You might be in the middle of something and you're not done until work until six or seven or whenever that is. And then I'm anxious to go because I want to go to the gym and I want to get a workout in. And but then you're like, oh, but I'm getting hungry. Like, do I eat dinner before? But I didn't bring my dinner. Like, it just for me, it's like the time in the morning that I am able to wake up, be with my thoughts, not check my phone yet. I don't check emails or texts. I don't do any of that. So I'm just in the gym being intentional about it. And it's something that I'm taking care of myself. It's something that is important to me and I'm getting that done. Yeah. And then there's no excuse as to, oh, I didn't have time to do that because I had this work or I had this call or whatever. You just get it done. Yeah, exactly. I agree. Because the as the day goes on, as the world starts to wake up, there is no telling how your day is going to go. No. Um, another, th- uh, something that works for me too is, you know, when you have that thing that you don't like to do, but you should do because it's good for you. That's how I feel about working out. I've literally never liked working out ever. Mm-hmm. Not at the gym, not at home, not in a class. Like I have yet to find something that I'm like, this is my thing. But I know that it's important for my health, for my mental state. I mean, I am a completely different person if I'm consistently working out. My mood. Mm-hmm is out of this world i'm Ooh, more patient i'm more kind i'm you happier those endorphins exactly yeah, yeah i mean it's science so what i have started to do i actually st- i was like i'm not gonna wait for the new year to do this I'm, i just need to start so i started in december but is what my mom says you eat the frog first thing it's kind of like get that thing out of the way that mm-hmm. you don't like to do but that you should do for some people, that's exercise, which is my case. So now I'm waking up. I've been waking up at 4.30 so I can, like, be at the gym at 5 because mm-hmm. I have to be back home by, like, 6.10 the latest to shower, eat breakfast, get ready, whatever, for the day. Um, But for some people, that could be meditating or journaling or whatever or maybe work. I know a lot of people that when they're in the middle of a big project, and they get to whatever phase of the project that's their least favorite, they kind of put it off. Mm. And so I have a friend who started doing this. She'll wake up and she'll do it first thing in the morning. Mm. Um, like when her work, her work day starts, that's the first thing that she tackles. Mm. Um, so that has been really helpful for me too. Eventually, I think working out is going to turn into a habit. It's just going to be, you know, like clockwork. My body's going to know, hey, it's time to wake up. 
Um, it'll just be a part of my day, just like drinking coffee is and brushing my teeth. Like, I don't think about these things. I just do them. But until then, I have to be intentional about it and do it first thing in the morning. Um, Because it's already something I don't like to do. So if I leave it for 5, 6 p.m. and now we're, it's like, looks like it's nighttime, you know, 10 p.m. at 4. And it's cold. It's dark. I've had a full day of work. Trust me, I I don't want to. I think it's easy to make excuses by the end of the day, for sure. And I think sometimes they're valid. Like sometimes you're not making excuses. You know, sometimes you did have a horrible day or your day went on longer um, than you were expecting. Yeah. 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 And I think like you're also tired. Like I know for me, I have a lot of energy in the morning. And by the end of the day, I'm just, I'm tired. And like, Mm -hmm. that is not like I, there's been like occasionally where we might have like a really morning in like early morning install or I have to be like up traveling for a project and I am not able to work out in the morning before and maybe I work out at night and I feel like I just don't have the same motivation I feel like to me and this again is just for me like I just have so many thoughts going through my head that I don't feel focused on my workout and I'm just like I feel like I just did nothing but yeah yeah for the majority of my life, I told myself and other people that I'm not a morning person. And since I've been waking up earlier now, I realized that that's not true. Mm. Like I just told myself that for so long because I love to sleep. And so the thought of waking up really early in my mind was like, oh, I'm getting less sleep. But that's not true because I'm going to bed earlier. So I'm still getting my eight to nine hours, which is like what I need to thrive. And I have a lot more energy in the morning too. So sometimes I think we tell ourselves lies about like, oh, I can't be that, or I can't have this habit, or I can't do X, Y, and Z, because that's just not who I am. And I think there is a portion of that that's true, but it's the goals you want to reach require a new version of you. Mm -hmm. So you do have to change. And that's where habit stacking has been really important for me as it relates to the new things that I want to achieve. Because if I'm not a different person by the end of 2024, then there's no way that I would achieve all the goals that I've written down a few days ago. Um, so I would say if habit stacking is something that you want to get into this year, because again, you've been frustrated by resolutions and, and goal setting and it hasn't worked, I would say have a doable amount of goals first. Yeah, definitely don't. It's like you need to have something that's actually achievable yeah. and not just, I think it's important to be aspirational, but you also need to be able to implement stuff. Like, I think it's cool to have this really big goal set like oh I want to get like I don't know like this kind of work or this project or be at this level of something but I think you also need to have some like realistic ones too yeah it's like because that no one goes from zero to a hundred exactly you can't just say like oh I haven't worked out in five years and I'm gonna work out seven days a week that's just it's also just not sustainable no and I think goals need to be sustainable for Mm -hmm. sure I think a big one for me, part of the habit stacking in the last couple of years that I've gotten is my walking pad. That has been my favorite thing. I feel like I cannot preach this enough because 
I mean, if you have scoliosis, I feel like this was just a game changer. Or just lower back pain. My lower back pain from sitting all day is terrible. But I think also too, like, again, I think there, it's so easy for people to make excuses not to do something Mm -hmm. like, because maybe you don't have time to work out or like whatever. If you are able to get a walking pad and walk while you work and it doesn't have to be all day. I do not do mine all day by any means, but like for a few hours mm-hmm. while I'm answering emails or while I'm on a call or something like that, just be on your like walking pad and you're doing two things. And I think that's just, it's such like an easy little thing. And for me, it's helped my back at pain a lot. Um, but it's also been really nice if the weather's really crappy and it's raining and I'm not going outside with Kona or anything like that. Yeah. Um, so that's been something that I just love. Yeah. I was actually talking to Carlos yesterday about getting a walking pad. I was like, I need one. Um, not, I mean, it, it complements my, like, getting some movement and wellness goals for the year. Yeah. But also just because my lower back has been killing me. If you sit all day for work, it's, I mean, I sometimes I feel like I have the back of like a 90-year-old woman because my lower back is just destroyed. Um, So I've been doing a lot more stretching, but also I've been trying to walk more and and get more movement. So the walking pad is going to be really nice for me. So I can't wait to get one. Um, So I would say start off with a realistic list. Yes, for sure. From there, what do you do? Do you want me to go through my routine? Go go through like your, so 2024, you probably set some new goals. What do you, do you break them down? Do you attach habits to it right away? Like how do you go when you're setting it? Like, what do you do when you're setting a new goal to make sure that you actually accomplish it? Yeah. I think that what I do is stack things together, mm-hmm. whether that's during, what I usually do is stack things either during the morning or at night. So I have two different routines depending on the time of day. Uh, in the morning when I wake up, I come downstairs, I grab Kona's bowl because he gets fed first thing in the morning, bring that over. I, so we cook Kona's food. Mm-hmm. We do the chicken, rice, eggs, sweet potato, veggies, you know, all that good stuff. So uh, while I am putting his food in his bowl, I have hot water brewing on the kettle. So then I put his bowl down, you know, get him water, food, whatever. By that time the water's done, I have mixed um, I've also mixed like my, I have like a hydrogen tablet that I take every morning mm-hmm. with water. So that's has to sit for a couple of minutes. So that's mixed. I chug that, I get some lemon and I make some hot lemon water. I drink that. And while I'm drinking that, I used to read in the morning. I actually flipped this and I read at night now. I just find I like that better, mm-hmm. but I still do a quick devotional each morning. So there's just like the Bible app or whatever. And mm-hmm. I go on there and I just do say a five minute devotional app. So I just honestly, I stand in my kitchen, I'm drinking my lemon water and I'm just doing that. And then I take some of my supplements. And, um, by that point, I also, before I come downstairs, I change into my workout gear. So like I wake up and I literally just go in my, my workout clothes and then come downstairs. So I'm drinking that. I have my workout gear on getting my car heated up if I'm going to the gym or I'm just going down in our basement and I work out. Mm-hmm. When I come back, I walk Kona. We go to the beach. We walk. Um, when we come back, I am showering, getting ready. I put my breakfast in the air fryer while I'm showering and getting ready because mm-hmm. I'm also about 
stacking things, but also being productive and And just efficient, just efficient. So yeah, I have like my chicken sausage, veggies, sweet Mm -hmm. potato in the air fryer cooking. So when I'm ready Mm -hmm. and I'm walking down the stairs, it's done. The hot water has been brewed and the, like my matcha is ready. Like everything's just, I try to be really consistent um, with that stuff. Um, So it just makes time a lot easier. Yeah. At nighttime after work, what I do, and I will say I am kind of bad with this. I do work after dinner too. I don't just Mm -hmm. like finish, you know, finish work, have dinner, and then just don't work at the end of the night. That is something that I still do. But I typically will stop around, you know, maybe six-ish or so. and. I will get dinner started and get that cooking and get that going. Again, I go upstairs. I do my whole skincare routine because we're doing a mask or we're washing our face and doing all that. Coming downstairs because most of the time, all this stuff that we cook is so easy. And I think that's like what people say they don't have time to cook. I'm like, what are you talking about? Just throw stuff on the grill or put stuff in your crazy. Don't get crazy. You don't need to make a lasagna from scratch. Oh, God, no. No, we are such like meat and potato kind of family. Yeah. Uh, we're doing a veggie, a, like steak or burgers and like sweet potatoes or something like that, like or regular potatoes. That's our go-to meal. Yeah. Um. So I do my skincare while dinner's cooking, and after dinner I will work for a little bit. But one of the, my goals has been to be more consistent with reading because I definitely mm-hmm. go through phases where I read a lot. And I think for a long time, I used to think that I could only read nonfiction books. They had to be business books or self-help books oh, or I whatever. I went through that phase. Yeah. It was miserable. And by a certain point, like I said, you just feel like you're reading the same stuff over and over again. Yeah. So I just felt like I'm just like so bored with all this And the stuff. overload of information is wild. But I also think you're just not able to digest. Sometimes you yeah. just need time to digest things. So in the last year or so, I started getting back into novels because I love reading. And that was something I did growing up. And then when you get to college, you just don't have time to read it anymore because you just have projects and work and stuff like that. So I started getting more novels and just going to the library or going on thrift books, getting books that way. And I read at night. So around 8.30 or 9, I go upstairs, I have my red light and I read. Mike does that too now. Um, and I'm out by like nine, nine thirty. Mm-hmm. Oh, and also when I'm doing that, I do have my hot cacao. That is very yeah. important. I have to have that. So after you're doing dinner. red light reading and drinking the hot cacao yes. at the same time. Yes. Yeah. If you were to, if you have a, whatever goal you have for this year, where would you fit it in? So mine is stress management and sleep. Mm-hmm. Those are like, I think in terms of wellness, because I'm really, I've been consistent with workouts and eating well, like that's not something I need to work on because it's something I already do well, but sleeping and stress management has been something that I'm not good at. And it's always something that I'm like, oh yeah, I know I need to work on my stress or yeah, I know I should sleep more, but there's so much to be done. And it's shock. I I know I said this in another episode, shocker, you sleep more. You don't, you're not as stressed. Yeah, it's actually true. Yeah. Your body just regulates because before I'd be like, well, I have so much to do. There's endless things. Mike is always like, there will always be something to do. And I was kind of just in the mindset. I don't have the luxury to sleep, but you do like everyone does. 
And I am in such a better mental state and head space when I sleep more. So that's why part of my habit stacking has been, okay, after dinner and skincare, and I, maybe I have to like work a little bit more, Mm -hmm. but not much longer. Cause there was times where I would stay up very late to continue work. By that point, I'm doing my, doing skincare, doing, um, my red light, hot cacao, reading. Everything that's setting you up for good sleep. And I think another huge thing is just not being in front of blue light, not being on your phone, not being on your laptop, TV, anything like that keeps you up. It's, you look at your heart rate, like when I have my aura ring too, and just notice, like, even if you're watching a show that's a drama or whatever, like anything, I think that's part of like why I think you had mentioned this to me. I do not like watching new stuff. I never have. I watch if Mike and I aren't big TV people, but if we do watch something, I love just putting on an episode of Friends that I've seen a million times because I just don't like watching new things. Yeah. And you, I think you had mentioned to me, your body actually gets stressed when it's watching yes. new things because it's getting anxious. It doesn't know how it's going to end. Yeah. No, I That's don't like why that. I, well, I watch <laughs> the same five movies all the time. Yeah. And I like, everyone's like, oh, have you seen this movie? No, I haven't seen any movie. There are five movies that I have seen and I rewatch them every single time. The blue light thing is so real. We put a TV in a room, and in our room, and it was the worst thing we could have done. I will, I will never, ever. And I'm like, how do I get this out? Like, it needs to go. We, I don't sleep as well, and we don't connect as well because the TV's on. Mm-hmm. And now I'm almost, like, addicted to it where I can't, quote, unquote, can't fall asleep without, like, the background noise. So I'm like, oh man, I was doing so well for two years. I didn't have a TV in my room. Can you just and rip the bandaid off? Just take it yeah, out. Yeah, I just need to take it out. Um, one thing, I was listening to another podcast actually on my way here to record. And they were talking about people a lot of the time set goals for the new year around like health, fitness, money, but not around relationships. And I was thinking about that and I was like, that's so true. Do you have any relationship goals that you like for a friendship or for like your relationship with Mike or even with your family? Do you have any goals around that? Because I was trying to think Carlos and I did like couple goals and we did some stuff like go out on a date night at least once once a month, like actually get ready and get out of the house. Because if we don't set that as a goal, we will never leave the house. Yeah. Um. And then we did, like, no phones at the dinner table, um, eat dinner together every night if both if we're both home. Um, so I guess I, we did, like, I wasn't thinking, like, oh, I need to set a relationship goal, but we did those. Um, and we actually wrote habits next to them. Like, what are we going to do so we can make sure that we are eating dinner mm-hmm. together every night? Um, you know, how are we going to arrange our budget so that we can go on one or two dates every month? And like, what is that going to look like? Is that an activity? Is that going out to eat? Is that both? Um, but I was, I, but I didn't really set relationship goals with like my friends or with my family members. And I was thinking about that because I've for, from another podcast, I've heard that the quality of your relationships determine the quality of your life. 
And we at Lawless here on the podcast, but I think in general, there's been a mind shift towards like wellness and sustainability. Mm-hmm. So I think people are taking that more into consideration and saying like, I, you know, like I want to have a healthier lifestyle. I want to have, I want to take care of my mental health. Like all these things are happening, but we're not really focusing on our relationships. Like even when we write down goals or when we think of habits, how much of our habits really include other people. So I'm curious to know, like, do you have any goals for this year that are more relationship focused? Um, I think with Mike and I, like one thing was like, I want, I told him like, I really want to take like an actual vacation and trip together because we have Are not- you going to take your computer? um tbd (laughs) but we have not taken an actual vacation together besides a weekend away or something like that because i feel like a weekend away isn't really a vacation vacation it's like it's like a quick escape yeah we haven't taken one since our honeymoon which was over five years ago oh my god and i think for us like i just want to be intentional about just taking a trip together I think that would be really nice um Mike and I are actually really good this has never been a thing even like when we were dating we've never had our phones at the table I think that's just also how we grew up Mm -hmm. um no phones at the table we always eat dinner together at our dining table um and then we don't have yeah we don't have a tv in our our room um for us though I think just being more like I would personally like to be more intentional about spending time together because I think that it's really easy on the weekends Mike's outside doing landscaping or working in the garage or working on the Chevy um and I'm inside working on you know working working (laughs) and I think it's really easy to be just get in that routine and just not be mindful about that. So that was something that I talked about, like, um, with him about, I, we, I personally, I would love to, we did this in the summer one day where we woke up, we made our coffee and matcha and we went on a seven mile walk to downtown Plymouth. Mm-hmm. Would not do that right now. However, we just walked downtown with Kona and just talked about our life and goals and I love long walks and we both walk Kona a lot, but there's not too many times where we're walking together. Yeah. We do it occasionally, but sometimes it's, I would love to do that more. Mm-hmm. I think that would be really nice to connect more and just talk and you're not on your phone and there's just no distractions other than just talking to one another. I think that we could be a whole lot better at date night because I cannot remember the last time that we went on a date. Has been months. We do not do date night. We so. went out to dinner last night, um, and it felt so nice. And I just took the pressure off of myself to have to really dress up. Mm-hmm. I mean, Carlos was in sweats. I was like, I'm gonna be in sweats. And but it was nice to like get out, you know, like sit down, have a meal, not having like the distractions that we have in our home. My computer was nowhere near me. My phone was in my bag. Um, it was also nice to like not have to do dishes and clean up after like just these things. And on the day to day, you know, we do eat at home. I cook, you know, most days. So it's definitely not something we want to do like once a week, but it's nice to do something different or try a different cuisine just you know something of of that nature 
And for us, it doesn't always have to be food. Like it can just be an activity or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I, we have to be intentional about that because we will stay home. What I'm such Every a day. I'm such a homebody. Huge homebody. Mike isn't as much, so I know Mike would love to go out more. Mm-hmm. And that's something where, and I've shared this with him. I'm like, you just need to tell me, hey, let's go out to dinner tonight, yeah. or like, hey, because I'm not the type of person that is going to come to the table with an activity. Mm-hmm. But if someone tells me or asks me, like hey let's go do this whatever and it's with friends too I'm very upfront uh, about that stuff like I'm not great at getting plans together or making plans with people or anything like that but if someone was to be like hey do you want to come over for dinner tonight or like hey let's do this sure great you're not the initiator I'm not yeah I'm not but it's good to know that in that dynamic like okay she's not going to be the one to start it but she'll go along with it if I plan it but I feel bad because I feel like so often people are tell me, and I don't like that this is portrayed. Mm-hmm. Oh, you seem so busy. Like, oh, you have so much going on. Like, oh, you're so busy. I'm like, but when have I ever said that to someone? I don't talk like that. Sure, I have a lot going on. Like, yeah, we have work. But again, there's always going to be work. Mm-hmm. So I don't want someone not to call me because they think I'm too busy. Or I don't want someone to not ask me over for dinner because they think I'm too busy. Because and what I've shared this with Mike, I'm like, I just work on stuff because I have nothing else. Like no one, no one's asking me to do anything. So I'm inside our house on a Saturday. You're like, I might as well work. Yeah. I'm not just going to twiddle my thumbs and like sit on the couch and watch TV. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be productive and do something. But if someone were to be like, Hey, let's go on a hike today. Great. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So that's me. That's a me problem. That's Mm -hmm. not anyone else's problem. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So you want to be more, you want to initiate. I should. Yeah, I I should. It's funny that you say that because even yesterday I was thinking now I'm really into making roasts. This is like my, I think this is like my thing now. Yeah. I, I think I make a good roast. It was wonderful the last time I had it. Thank you. But now I'm like, oh, I just want to have everyone over and make roasts. Yeah. For New Year's, I made a stew. So it's very close to mm-hmm. that. But I, this is like my new thing. Yeah. I'd never made one until this past year mm-hmm. now I'm like oh I want to we should invite her I'm like that's how Mike. I feel about bread yeah I'm like Mike we should invite our neighbors over I want to make a roast so this is my excuse now I just want to invite people over so I can make roast whatever <laughs> there's an activity yeah yeah bread that's a good one too yeah I mean I love bread all the time I love making bread I, do, how's your sourdough going so I haven't started sourdough yet um I'm going to start my starter at some point um I've just been making like the white Tuscan bread. Yeah, that's what I made no too. Meat. Yeah, it's very easy to make. Um, and I just like getting my hands dirty. It feels therapeutic to make something from scratch. Um, but I, I now like it. I was having issues with it. It was too much flour, too much water. It was coming out too dense or whatever. Now I have like nailed it, and the past two loaves that I've made have been perfect. So now I'm like, bread is my thing. We are not allowed to buy bread anymore. Like I'm the bread maker. That's a that's a good one. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Um. So I would say, yeah, I think I'm gonna, and that's another thing too about goals and setting goals for a new year or for a new chapter in your life. You can always add things or subtract things as the year goes on. I don't know why I was so fixated on never touching my goal list 
as if like once it's done, I can't touch it. Like, for example, I heard this podcast talking about, oh, why don't we set goals around relationships? And it just got me thinking like, oh, yeah, like all of my goals are around fitness, money, health, acquiring something. I don't have, aside from like my romantic relationship, I don't have any friendship goals. You know, I don't have any goals to spend more time with my family. And like, why don't we do that? So I was ta- I was listening to it. I'm like, I need to review my list. So if you're following along, we something that has worked for both of us is having a realistic amount of goals for the new year. Um, and I mean, for me, it's no more than five. Like, I just can't take on five new things on top of like my job and my other things that are already happening. But then I would also say what I do next is I break it down into quarters. I almost give myself like checkpoints. So then by March, I'll kind of check in. I'll look at the list and be like, where am I? You know, like, for example, if you want to save $20,000 in one year, if that's like your goal, what I would do is I would break that down into quarters. So make sure that at the end of each quarter, you have $5,000. That's how you make the goal more digestible. And then if the end of the first quarter, if you're like, oh, I only have 2,500 saved, well, now you have to adjust the rest of the year to make up for the other 2500 That has been really helpful for me because two things. At the beginning of the year, the year seems really long. You're like, oh, I have so much time to get this done. False. <laughs> like, false. Time goes by so fast. You're going to blink and it's going to be June. And you're going to be like, what did I do with my life? So you don't have, you have a lot of time, but you don't have as much time as you think you do. Do you know what I started doing is doing monthly goals, actually? Oh, okay. So you break it down even further. Yeah. So I get really granular and I have specific things. Um, I would say this is actually the monthly thing is really work. It's not necessarily personal stuff. Cause okay. I feel like personal stuff you're not really going to have personal growth in one month and check that off the right thing but for work specifically it's like oh I want to close like this project by the end of the month or have this done or this you know xyz and I do monthly and it changes sometimes something gets pushed out a month or changes but I also think it helps you be accountable when you are setting goals as to action step like the action plan and steps to how to get there. Because I think it's one thing to have a goal. Okay, but how do you achieve that? What are those steps to get to your goal? So that's why I like doing monthly. So then it's kind of also keeping you accountable as to, oh, right, like I wanted to do that. So like, I need to be consistent with things. So I have a question about that. For work, if you set a goal, let's say in January for Wallace, yep, and then by the end of January, you didn't meet it. And then you, would you put that same goal on the list for February or do you look back at this goal and say like, was this my fault? Like, do I need to tweak something to make sure that I can actually like have different results at the end of February? I think it depends on what it is. Yeah. Sometimes it's something where it's like, oh, that didn't happen. And like, if it's a, if it's a client decision. Yeah, like if it's a project we didn't get or like, I don't even know. I'm trying to think of like something specific, but um, 
something like that. Or mm-hmm. if it's like, oh, I want to hit like X amount on a social platform or whatever. And it's like, oh, we didn't hit that. So like, let's push mm-hmm. this out. We're going to hit this this month. But okay. But also looking at why didn't you hit it? That's what I'm saying. At what point do you tweak the action items if you're not like, do you wait two months? Do you wait three months? Because sometimes like social media, for example, if you want to reach a certain amount of followers, maybe it's going to take more than a month for you to see that number really get to your ideal number. So do you just say, okay, let me wait it out a few more months. And then, or do you say, no, I need to tweak my strategy right now. I think it it just depends. depends on the goal. Yeah. I think it depends because I think that if you hadn't hit a goal that you originally thought was obtainable, why wasn't it? Yeah. What changed? What what did you do wrong? What did you learn from that month that why it didn't happen? And how can A, you continue to work on it so that it will, or B, what do you need to then change to make that happen? Yeah. No, I agree. Um, so you do you have checkpoints for personal life goals? Or do you just have an idea of where it's at? <laughs> no, but I probably should. <laughs> yeah. See, that's what a big thing that I didn't do last year is I have these goals for 2023. And I didn't think about them. Like in my mind, I was like, oh, it's kind of working. Like I'm kind of doing it. But I wasn't going back to the list at a certain date, actually reviewing, you know, actually putting numbers to things and measuring it carefully. It was more like, oh, I think I'm, I have an idea. It was almost like eyeballing, you know, like when you're baking, if you're just like, oh, this looks like a cup. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not sure. Um. So that's something that I have set for myself, which is like the checkpoints that I've talked about. And I did them quarterly because I feel like some of the stuff that I have on there, you can't, a month is not long enough to judge. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and then the third thing. So if you're following along, you do your goals, you make them easy, not easy, like they have to challenge you, but they have to be realistic. You want to break them down so they're digestible and you can actually do them. And then my third and last step is adding habits to that. And that's what we started talking about at the beginning of the episode is I will always attach a new habit to an old habit. Um, So, for example, you said that when you in the morning, but when you leave your room, you already come down in workout clothes. Yeah. So you're just being mindful. I know for some people they lay their clothes out in the morning like yep. the night before i don't necessarily do that guys i have slept in my workout clothes oh my how Is because that restricting it's too it's tight it's very restricting but i know my lack of self discipline can be very high and i just know the act of like having to change from warm pjs into like new clothes that are like kind of cold cuz it's been in yeah. the dresser that alone is enough for me to not do it and then not work out. So I have in the past, because I was like really committed, it didn't work. It didn't stick. Because again, I was uncomfortable when I was sleeping. Yeah, that just sounds miserable. But I have done that before. So if you want to try it and it works for you, go for it. But what I have done, which is similar to what you do in the morning, I won't leave my room in PJs. Yeah. So I will leave my room and I'm already changed. I I think that has been making a difference. I think your the PJs ready feel to go. too snuggly. That's what yeah. I'm saying. And the the pajamas feel too cuddly and snuggly and makes me want to like go to the couch. 
you know, and yeah. not necessarily like, doesn't get me going. Yeah. And I, I think it's, you know, like Mike is such a productive, efficient person and him and I have completely different morning routines. Yeah. You know, he wakes up. First thing he does is get his coffee and his breakfast. I don't eat breakfast until after I work out because I don't like eating before I work out. Mm -hmm. uh, same thing with having matcha. I don't like having it before I work out. I do it or I, I do it after I work out. But he reads. Mm -hmm. I've never seen a person read more than Mike also. Um, but he, he sits on the couch with his coffee and with his breakfast and reads a bunch, like an hour at mm -hmm. least. Um, and then he gets his day started. But he is one of the most productive, efficient people I know. Yeah. That's how he likes to start his day. He likes taking time to wake up before he works out. Whereas right. I'm just like, I'm ready to go. He's right. like, I need a little bit more time before yeah. I do that. So that's where I think it's an example of two productive people, him and I, but mm -hmm. we don't have the same routine. Yeah. And your routine is yours. Yeah. He's it not doing skincare. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like it doesn't have to make sense to anybody else. And if it ever, if you ever get to a point where your routine isn't making sense for where you're at, you can change it. I've done that many times. That's something that I don't know why I fell into this trap a few years ago because I had the same routine since college. So same routine for like six years. Mm -hmm. And then it got to a point that I couldn't keep up with that routine because my work changed. Like there were other changes happening in my life. Mm -hmm that didn't accommodate that routine anymore. And I was so stressed out about it at, at one point. And then one day I was in the shower and I was like, wait, it's my routine. You're like, I'm doing this to like, myself. I'm not, yeah, I'm not following anybody else's plan for me. Like I can tweak the plan at any time. And so, um, yeah, like things change and it can change. That's where I think the flexibility is acceptable in routine. I think if you have a routine with no flexibility, it will cause burnout. Totally. Totally. But you also have to be honest with yourself and say, is this too much flexibility to the point where now I'm losing discipline? You know? Mm -hmm. So it's definitely a balance, but I think the writing down the goals, the reviewing them, the checking in with yourself, how, however, how, you know, whatever the um, frequency is, and then adding a habit to it is probably the m more realistic way of making sure that you've reached some of those goals by the end of the year. Absolutely. Yeah. So try it out. Tell us what you think. Habit if stack. it works. Habit stack. Read or listen to Atomic Habits. It's a good one. Amazing book. So good. And it's good. I feel like regardless of where you're at in your life. If you are a single person, if you're in college, if you're married, if you have kids, it works for everybody. Yeah, because you make it your own. Exactly. And that's all we have for today. Thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. We'll see you later. I'd absolutely love if you could go on and rate and review us on Spotify or Apple or wherever you listen to your podcast. And if you want to check us out on Instagram, it's lawless underscore. And our website is lawlessdesign.com. And can't wait to see you next week.